So I've just been and got a coffee and I went into the place, small little place next to the river and I was talking about it uh, maybe about a week ago and I was thinking uh, that they've got some issues going on. So I don't know, when you go in there's a weird vibe and they they had posters up they were basically looking for a whole new a whole bunch of whole bunch of stuff front of house, barrister and a manager I think and I'd been in there twice and there was like weird weird problems with like service like it would be really sporadic some days would be really quick some days would be really slow some days you wouldn't get your coffee and you'd have to go in and ask them so I figured it was kind of like the staff were maybe new, maybe they were trainees or something. But it looks like they've had like a whole bunch of staff turnover, like quite frequently. And it's weird because the people that own it never see them in there. They're supposed to be uh, it's owned by a couple and they've got a kid and I think they both met in working in a coffee shop and he's been in a lot of competitions for I don't really know what the coffee competitions are pouring a good coffee or something so he's done all that and uh I think he's got some some sort of deal with a coffee roaster or something. Like he gets beans from local local supplier or something. Or a local roaster. So anyway, I just went in this morning, and I'm I'm pretty sure the owners were in there, and they were blocking the blocking the entrance, blocking the till and even though the guy saw me he didn't move he didn't say anything he just carried on looking at his phone his uh, his wife and business partner was talking to one of the staff about the kids I mean fair enough it wasn't, I think there was only probably me going in to get a coffee Everyone else was already sat down drinking. But I think the fact that the guy didn't move, the guy didn't really make any room to get in to purchase something, kind of, to me, it says that the owners don't really give a shit. I can see the guy, and <laughs> he really doesn't look like he gives a shit.
I think it's like the idea of owning a place like that was probably what they had in mind. Did the rest of it, like customer service and all that stuff, I guess they don't really don't really think about. But if you've got owners that don't really give a shit, why should the staff think about it in terms of you're in your parents' house as a kid? You do what your parents say in their house. If you've got staff in your shop, you want them to do what you're saying, but if you're not saying anything, or maybe you're treating the place like shit. Like, as I was walking out, the guy, the guy was just like, oh yeah, get me, get me a flat white or something. So it was kind of like, if you owned your own bar, and you're giving away free drinks, you're like giving away your profits, you're giving away your staff's salary. That's what it kind of sounded like to me. So, I was kind of like, trying to think of ways, like how would you help a business like that? Like what is the problem? And, now it's become very clear what the problem is the owners don't care and that's reflecting on the staff and that's why staff are leaving because the staff that are in there the good the the ones that are quick very efficient you know very friendly the ones who make it what it is I think they're probably friends friends with the owners and a lot of the a lot of the people that go and drink there are also friends with the owners so maybe no one's telling them straight up what they're doing And it wouldn't really be, it's not really like a simple, simple fix for something like that. Because if they don't, they don't really care about it. They're not really going to be receptive to any, any change. Because in essence, it's the... It's the owners that are not a good fit for the business. Oh. So, the only real fix for that would be to move the owners out of the equation. Either get a, get a proper manager or sell it. But I don't think they've got any assets 
other than the machines. Um, so I mean, you'd need to look at the books to see what they would be turning over. But from what I've heard, well, from what they've mentioned on the on the website, they're only just just breaking even, I think. Which is why they increased the prices. So, I mean, you probably won't get much. Considering how many uh, other coffee places are on the high street. I think the only thing going for it is the supplier of beans, coffee beans. Yeah, it was quite surprising though. So I went in and stood there and I'm like, this is the reason. It was just, uh, it was weird. Cause I've never seen someone you know, it's like, that's, that's your livelihood. Maybe it seemed like a good idea. And now it's more like a burden that they uh, just kind of manage with. Because I've never seen the owners in there before. Never seen them working. The first time I'd seen them in there was when they were blocking blocking customers from getting to the till. So like in a metaphysical sense or this is ironic that he was stood blocking the till looking at his phone and he did see me it was only the one of the other staff members ran to the till because obviously maybe the business means more to her to the owners because it's uh, it's her living but it's just ironic that he's blocking the till and he's the reason for the business not doing as well as it could be Maybe just doing more competitions and running a business might be might be a better fit. That's bizarre, I've never heard of that before. Barrister competitions. Is it like uh, cocktail? 
the movie with Tom Cruise where he's like why is it that even a competition it's like flaring competition where they make drinks and stuff I don't know that's what I see it like anyway but I can't see them tossing up hot coffee and flasks I'm guessing it's more involved in that. Anyway, it didn't. It didn't really take me long, and didn't really take much effort to see what the problem with the business is. I wasn't even trying. I just walked in at the right time. Walked in at the right time, and saw. Exactly what was going on. But sometimes that's all you need to do. It's like if you want to figure out what's wrong in your town, your city, just walk around, just be there. And you'll see it. The people that say they run the services or manage things in your town they don't walk around they don't go and see things just just for, just to go out and see the only time they they will go anywhere is when a problem's been reported so they're reacting to something Maybe that's what I should do. I should be like undercover boss. I'll uh, come and buy coffee at your coffee shop and I'll tell you why you've got high staff turnover. Or I'll tell you why. <laughs> why I can't buy coffee. <laughs> because the owner's figuratively blocking access to the till. Yeah, I think I'm actually quite good at that. I think that's something I've done in every every project I've worked in, every job I've had. I've always been able to identify the weak points, the bottlenecks, the reasons why you have problems I can't imagine I can't imagine going into uh, shops and coffee shops and then uh, writing a report of what I see and handing that over to someone manager or an owner I can't imagine too many would be uh, would be open to that kind of feedback because a lot of managers would have to take uh, take responsibility 
because maybe they hired the people or they're responsible for things being a certain way they create the rules so it would have to be like a, a very open and understanding leader, owner, manager and if you had that are you really going to have a whole bunch of problems? Probably not. Because if you've got an open manager, leader, or owner, they're going to be very, uh, very open to dealing with things like that. They're going to be very receptive. So you probably won't even have a problem anyway. Probably be dealt with. Cheers. So, fuck. It's really, uh, really dusty. There's a guy just went past on a little tractor, like sweeping shit up inside of the footpath. Um, yeah, I can't imagine too many people being that receptive to that, to that court, that kind of um, honesty. But I mean, it doesn't have to be negative. It doesn't have to be like your coffee's shit. It doesn't have to be like that. It could be more recommendations. Like, let's say in terms of a coffee place. You go a small coffee place. So what do you want to do? You want to get pit, you want to get as many people in as possible, but you also want to get them out as quick as possible. So you got limited seats inside and outside. So maybe those people are going to have more like specialty drinks. You know, like a fucking large latte. something that they're going to want to sit and drink and eat uh, sit and drink whilst they're eating something but somebody that's just nipping in for a takeaway maybe they're just on the lunch break or maybe they're on the way to the office oh, another yew tree Yeah, maybe they're on the way to uh, the office or something. So they don't really have time to sit down. Don't really have time to sit in queue, uh, stand in queue, just to get coffee. So they're going to go to a place where they can get something quick. So if you wanted to offer that kind of service if you wanted to offer like a quick takeaway where you don't have to queue as long as other places you could have something like a like the American coffee pots the uh, was it drip the drip cop uh, coffee I think it's like what ground coffee and a filter and it drips through 
Like, why wouldn't you offer something like that? As a takeaway option. I mean, you could even do that plus a pastry for a set price. And you probably have a lot more people opting for that than just the coffee. Going for the set price thing. And that way you can kind of prep everything you can get. You know how many pots to have going. Maybe you have two going in order to cover the morning rush. And you know how many pastries to order in and things like that. I think that's a lot more, that's a lot more manageable. And the cost, the cost of it is manageable. Because even if you only order like a limited number of pastries, it only needs to be, you only need to run it for like a week or two in order to figure out exactly how much. So you order less initially, and then after a couple of weeks, you gauge demand, and then you can increase how many you need to order. So that the people that were coming in asking when you didn't have it, on the third week, they can now get it because you've got enough. I think that is... That's more sustainable. You're giving people what they want. You're managing your costs because you're not ordering things that are not going to be used. And using the drip coffee has got to be cheaper than uh, using fresh grounds for every every order. Because people that are going on the way into the office that are in a rush. I'm sure they're not going to be too bothered about whether it's uh, fresh ground or not. So I think it's... Uh, obviously I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> I'm not going to give my idea why. But... Um, Yeah, it's just a different way of thinking about thinking about things like that. Doesn't have to be like so linear. Doesn't have to be just doing things the way that other businesses do, or doing the thing that you've done for since you've opened, and that you're worried that people won't like it and all that stuff. That's just a fear of changing. Sometimes you've got to take a risk if you're if you're in a shitty position. It's better to risk it than just to keep doing the thing that got you in the shitty position in the first place. Even if it was successful at some point. You gotta it's gotta adapt at some point. 
yeah you just got a good adapt and change at some point to uh, kind of meet with the times Yeah, maybe there's something, maybe something I should do. Maybe sand it out and see what, see what they say. Because if, um, even if one person replies, even if it's just to say thanks, at least it's kind of help someone see something from a different perspective. That's all it is, is just seeing it from from your customer's perspective. It's just easy to get wrapped up in uh, what you're doing and why you're doing it and forgetting that it's ultimately it's your customers that that are going to change things for you at the end of the end of the day whether they buy something from you or not it's going to determine how well you do so I think maybe me going in time is it Yeah, I think I went in a little bit earlier than normal today. <laughs> but I think maybe that was the point. Maybe it was to to see see what the problem was. I'd never been never been around there at that time before. I think it was what like nine o'clock or something. Yeah, I'd never been down there before, so I wouldn't have seen um wouldn't ever have seen the owners. But it's just by chance that they were there today and that all that happened. And uh, I could write to them and give them feedback and say, like, this is what happened today when I went in. And I know you've got, there's another yew tree. And I know you've got some problems with staff turnover and things like that. But that might just be a bit too much. If you uh, pend all that in an email, just out of the blue. It might just be a bit overwhelming for them. But if it was in the form of a report, even then they might be a little bit freaked out, like, the fuck, who ordered this? Who, <laughs> you know? It'd have to be like an explanation that 
it was just something that that you did off your own uh, volition that you just <laughs> you felt a need to do it and they may or may not understand that but at least you kind of get the point across So I know the last time I spoke about this, I said I was just going to do it. I was just going to... I was just going to write something for a company and just see what happens. So... <laughs> so maybe now I've got a bit more information. Maybe... Maybe that's sort of a bit more substance, more used to someone so maybe I'll maybe I'll practice putting together a template or something just to create a report I mean I can see two scenarios either become <laughs> the most hated man in my town for sending out uh, reports to businesses that I see have got problems and providing them with recommendations or it becomes something that the people kind of maybe it appeals appeals to them in some way maybe they see it more as a as a tool to like measure the business than uh, just to kind of like slag it off I guess you can't you can't gauge everyone's reactions and Maybe you just shouldn't, shouldn't try to. I guess just writing it as true to actually what, what I saw and experienced is enough and then let them react in the way they want to. I mean, it's just, uh, it's more just customer feedback, but maybe a bit more bit more analysis and actions but then if you've helped if they see that as beneficial and they take all the actions on board They may just, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if it would matter, but they may just 
there'd be no use for for your services right I guess it all just depends on the people the people involved maybe that's not the point maybe it doesn't really doesn't really matter if they do anything with it or not doesn't really matter who they are or not it's just uh creating a report for to identify issues and provide solutions I guess that's all that's all that it is nothing else nothing more than that I expect in like nothing nothing more from that because once you help the company um, you, you may not get anything back from them you may get no response which is alright but when they've got issues maybe six months or a year down the line maybe they'll remember and uh, then ask you to do the same thing again Yeah. So I just thought I would just thought I'd capture that as it literally as it happened as I saw it. And yeah. I think identifying problems in relationships or with yourself or in business it's all it's all about perspective you need different perspectives in order to identify the problem